Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 201 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Uh, yeah, I, you know, t- earlier today, there was some big news that came out. Did you see what it was? Today? Yeah, today. Uh, earlier today. Huge news for both of us here at the podcast. Oh, interesting. Now, now I'm intrigued. Oh, uh, well... Do you know it's coming to Game Pass? Oh, yes. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. They've been teasing this for a bit, which is upsetting. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, like, changed the avatar of the the profile picture on Twitter, where it looked like Death Stranding for a bit, and they were (laughs) saying weird shit. And then today they were like, hey, Death Stranding, who's ready? But you know what the best part is? It's not even the director's cut. I think my my favorite thing are the Xbox fanboys acting like this is a huge win for them because now they have this and it's like guy like on PC. Uh, yeah, it's I, not coming I, to sex box. I know, and that's the stupid part. But the other thing is they're like bragging and making this big deal, like and it's like Sony fans got to play this three years ago, like ever. Yeah, and they also you could go buy the fucking director's cut mm-hmm. already on PC on the other PC things. It's bizarre. It, yeah. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's not, that was, that, I just wanted to let everyone know that, you know, PSA. So if you want to cancel game pass now, wow, that's, uh, that, now, now would be the time. Yes, now actually that is something to consider. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is, I have been watching the TV show, the medical drama Grey's Anatomy with my girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And it's actually, it's all right. Right, uh, It's it's fine. Um, But they introduced some new characters a couple seasons in. Now keep in mind, I'm on season eight of 18, which is fucking crazy. Are you going to go through the whole thing? Oh yeah. Okay. It's not over yet. Uh, five seasons in or five or six seasons in, they introduce this group of new characters. And one of the guys I am looking at the TV and I say, where have I seen this guy before? Mm. Where have I seen this man? He's like, he had to have been in another TV show. And my girlfriend is like, I've never seen him before in anything else. I don't know what you're talking about. I only know him from this show. And I'm like racking my brain. And finally I'm like, you know what? I have to look it up. And do you know what he was in? I mean, death stranding. Detroit become human. What? He is the he is the artist robot who has to stand in the back of the bus at the beginning. That lame character. Yeah, he's actually a a good character in Grey's Anatomy. But I was like, what are the chances that I would watch this medical drama and it would cross over with everyone's favorite video (laughs) game, Detroit become human? Ah, sure. Everyone's favorite. I just was like, I know I've seen this Mm. character and like they were a pretty prominent character and whatever it was. And then I saw Detroit become human. I was like, oh, fuck. It is. Mm. Interesting. Uh, God damn it. Yeah, I don't remember what his name was. Was it? It was like Connor. No, Connor was the police officer. The the Okay. Oh, damn it. That's okay. We'll never find out. It's impossible to find out. When I, well, when I when I look up Detroit Become Human, there are two title screens, and the second one has the 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 character from Grey's Anatomy in it. But uh, oh, Marcus, yes, <laughs> yes, 
Yes, it is Marcus. Okay. Anyways, I just was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And did that by the time Detroit become human had come out, he had been in great as anatomy for, let's say, a decade. So now. Okay, Grey's Anatomy to get into this show. Mm. I've always thought of it as like the middle-aged woman show. Is that a fair uh, assumption? It's a show from middle No, age. it was like very it was very popular when I was in college. Okay. Uh, with college ladies. Okay. And, and- uh, so I don't really know. I mean, it's like it's closer to a teen drama, but I could see why middle aged women would like it. But it mostly focuses on, I guess, when I say they are characters who are in their like mid 20s. I guess when I say middle aged, I mean, like maybe a little before, like you're out of the teenage drama and now you're looking for like 20s, like 20. Yeah, there you it's go. for 20 yeah. year olds. So maybe, it's maybe like not sex 30. in the city level. Yes. You know? yes. But I, I mean, also like middle aged is what, like probably 30, 30. 30 to 40 at this point yeah probably so so maybe like right before middle-aged right between middle-aged and teenage dramas yeah but i just like Mm -hmm. when i found out it was still going on and like now the main character is like trying to take a step back so and they're gonna like try to soft reboot it and we know that always turns out real well you mean Uh, like 18 seasons in yeah just cancel it well, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But now the main character, she's going to like become an executive producer on the show and is only going to be in eight of the 26 episodes of the season or something. I don't fucking Which I don't know, blame man. her. I mean, I'd probably get sick of doing the same role for. 20 no, uh, yeah. And a lot has gone on, mm-hmm. you know, in the eight seasons so far. What the fuck do I have to look forward to for 10 more seasons? You know what I'm saying? Characters have died. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, weird, weird shit has gone on at the hospital. Oh God! I and there are people who have been defused a bomb. That's crazy. When did that show start? Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know. It was on its like probably third or fourth season when I was in college. So I would say like two thousand seven, maybe. Uh, two thousand five was the first. Two thousand five. Okay. I'm just trying to think. Yeah. Like that just seems like. I mean, there. are I mean, there are people out there that have been watching it basically their entire lives, probably. No, yeah. When I tell her that it is the one piece of medical dramas, she gets really upset. <laughs> and then I did the math of how much longer one piece is, and it was only like 6,000 minutes longer. And she's like, that's a long time. And I was like, but in the grand scheme of things, is it? Six? Hmm. That, so. Yeah, that's which I mean, it has time to catch up. It does. Yeah. And One Piece is only 24-minute episodes. What is this, like 40? 40, 48, yeah. Okay. I mean, so in what, like how many episodes per season? Like 22? 26, usually. Okay, so like, a, a, it's like a thousand, uh, a thousand minutes per ep- or per season. So. I know, it could get there. I mean, six seasons, it could get there. I have a feeling that it's going to get canceled this next season, yeah. but... I eh, I feel like if it's gone on for that long, they would at least have to like end it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll definitely or people would get bought her. Maybe they would make like a sick Netflix movie. Anyways, that's you know that's my life finding out about Detroit become human characters in a medical drama. <laughs> yeah, we. 
God. But uh, to get into actual video game news outside of everyone's favorite product, Death Stranding, coming to Game Pass, uh, Evolution Evo, mm. the world's greatest fighting game tournament, happened. I did not watch enough of it. Uh, yeah, I, I watched Mortal Kombat, and that was about it. I watched Pools for Guilty Gear, oh, wow. and that was it. Okay. Uh, but many announcements happened at this Evo. Uh, they said, "Hey, get ready for the announcements." They were uh, serious. There were there were a lot of announcements. They were pretty good. Um, the one that surprised me the most was a new Garo game, which is what they call Fatal Fury in Japan. Terry Bogard, Rock Howard's jam. Uh, they're making a new one. SNK is making a new one. There was not a lot of information about it, but like it showed a little poster. So uh, it seems like it will take place after the Mark of the Wolves. I was going to say, on. isn't Mark of the Wolves? Uh, yeah, Mark of the Wolves. Wolves, yeah. That's... Yeah. But that that is a guru, right? Because it has guru. Yes, name, that is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fatal Fury, Mark of the Wolves, baby. Is that probably the biggest of the, the gurus? Like the, the guru series? Uh, yeah. I mean, like the, the old, the other ones were a lot older and then they just like kind of folded into the King of Fighters and like whatever. Right. Cause but, like, um, obviously like KOF 98 and what, 2001, 2002, one of those two are like, yeah. Those, like, and then I, and then I, I think like, was it 13 or 14 was also pretty good mm. on the PS3. Yeah, I can't remember. It must have been fourteen. I just like because that one. Uh, what, thirteen. Thirteen. Because I'm thinking the new, most recent one is fifteen, right? Yes. And then fourteen looked really bad. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, there. It. It looks like Rock is the main character again, hmm. and Rock. Everybody loves Rock Howard. He's raised by Terry Bogard, not Geese Howard, as you would think. Um, but he's a very good fighting game character, and like they always add him as a DLC team member to King of Fighters games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was the first DLC pack for King of Fighters 15, I think. Uh, but yeah, that's neat. I, I mean, SNK had rebooted Samurai Showdown, you know, so I guess Fatal Fury, we can hope that uh, that's pretty good as well. I mean, do they need um, all these fighting games? No, I mean realistically, KOF and like Sam Show are just—they're so different than like you probably just need those two and you're fine. Yes, this is, will not be much different from King of Fighters, other than it will be one v one. Right. So I don't know. Maybe they'll do some weird shit. Maybe they'll make it like Tekken, make it a three D fighter to piss everybody off. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's. I guess that's a good point. Like, I don't know what will set it apart from KOF right. unless they like use. 2d sprites i bet they don't yeah i bet they don't also but i mean it was just a poster so like there was no right. real like any any information about it uh but snk also um gave a lot of updates for king of fighters 15 um cross play across all platforms is coming in 2023 so you know pc xbox playstation it's not on the switch mm. Uh, you'll be able to play across all of those things, which is cool. Uh, they are adding a team of three Samurai Showdown characters to King of Fighters 15 as the first DLC team. Uh, or no, I think it's the last DLC team of season one, maybe. 
Um, and then they also showed drawings of a couple characters that are going to be the first characters of season two. Uh, Shingo and Kim, who are very popular characters. People love Kim. Uh, but it was weird because like they were just like shown weirdly as single characters. So I don't know if Shingo, Kim and someone else are going to be a team or if they're going to be three individual characters, which doesn't make sense the way KOF is set up. So I don't know. But they were like weirdly separated by lines in the the stupid image so so we'll see about that um but yeah they're going to continue king of fighters 15 people seem to enjoy the dlc teams they've put out so far uh so you know get get in there Mm. um and then capcom said whoa hey would you guys like to have tasty steve and james chen is real-time commentators in Street Fighter VI? And the answer is yes. I would love Tasty Steve as a real-time commentator in Street Fighter VI. Now, is this just, like, in America? Or, like, because I have to imagine Japan has their own, right? So they, uh, when they first announced that there were, there was a Japanese commentator uh, that they said were in there, so I, maybe they'll all be in. Yeah, because I don't know why you... All versions. I don't know why you would leave that out. I mean, put it in. I mean, very few people use it, but maybe someone will, right? Yeah, so I, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since Sejam dunked on their netcode, they broke up with Sejam. Uh, but I'm still hoping for Yipes. Uh, that seems very hopeful. I would pay. Mm. I would pay. They still let him commentate their events. Right, right. Whereas Sejam, they don't even invite him. Poor guy. Well, James Chen and Tasty Steve are out on the West Coast, right? Uh, yes. I kind of wonder if it's just easier to ha- like ship them to kind of like bring them in, you know, being out on the West Coast. Uh, maybe because yeah, the other person was vicious that they where like Yipes announced. is obviously New York, so yeah, and I bet they'll get uh like Ringe or someone as well from from there. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I hope they get Ultra David. Yeah, I mean, if they have James Chen, why not? Unless Ultra David is you know busy with his actual job being a lawyer yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes but i i think that's an interesting feature uh just to like you know have commentary over your your matches depending on what's happening i mean what that's not really like super useful but i think it's like a fun feature to have it, i mean it's done in sports uh, in the sports games, yeah. obviously and uh honestly it's in, it'll be interesting at first but i bet after you know like 10 15 hours it's just going to be the same lines over and over again and people are just going to turn it off oh yeah definitely um but then the real true street fighter 6 reveal was they finally showed kimberly who they te- was the new character that they teased in the uh previous reveal the one before guile like the original uh like state of play reveal mm-hmm. she is so cool dude yeah, I fucking I literally I watched this trailer and the only thing I could think of was like Street Fighter Six looks incredible. Like I can't I cannot wait to play this fucking game. And I texted Nukio and he said the same thing, and so did my brother. Uh, like they actually look like they're putting effort into it. Like she's animated so well. She uses the like Bushin Ryu shit that Guy uses, and I think it's so dope. She has a Walkman with wired headphones, and it like animates properly in the game. It's fucking buck wild, uh, but she seems really cool. And I was like, oh, that's probably all they're going to reveal. But then a jury came in 
uh, on a motorcycle and then does the Akira pose, which you you would not know because you have never seen Akira because you don't like anime. Right. But it was so sick. And then Jury looked so sick. Uh, she has her like costume from uh, Street Fighter 4 and it's like slightly updated. And she has her Ultra and a bunch of her supers from uh, Street, uh, Street Fighter 4. So Nukio was excited about that because he didn't like her as much in Street Fighter 5. Um, yeah, I don't know. It looks so cool. I'm so excited. Every character reveal is going to get me hype as fuck for this game. Uh, yeah, but I just, I just like that Kimberly, like, is, seems like a well-designed character that they put a lot of thought into. So, so, so far, like, her and Jamie, I think, are the two most interesting characters because, like, I just want to see what the new characters are like. Um, but yeah, very cool. Very cool. I, liked it. I mean, speaking of, like, you're just excited for this game. They're going to learn from their mistakes of Street Fighter Five, right? I think they already did. I, I mean, like it's got to come fully packed, and oh yeah, and like I mean, just all the weird dumb features, like the com- real time commentary and the the game face thing, where you can make them make faces beforehand, and they still have not talked about like their weird huge single player explorable yes. mode, where you like create a custom character and like do weird shit like that. So, uh, you know. They they still have a lot to unveil about this, which right, you know, right. That's cool. Which, which I guess like that Evo is not really the place to do that part of it. No, not at all. I mean, people more care about the characters and stuff. Like I that, bet. So. I bet seventy percent of the people at Evo won't even touch the single player stuff. No, yeah. So. But yeah, I Street Fighter Six looks so good. I'm very excited. Even if it like the single player portion blows, I the actual fighting game part of it seems awesome. See, I, so, I'm excited about the right. single player just because it's something different in the fighting. Oh game. yeah, and like it does seem like they are like doing a bunch of ambitious stuff with it. Mm. So I, I think that part's cool. But I mean, even just like if you remove that, the fighting game part seems awesome. Right, right. And like it seems like they're putting a lot of love into the characters and animations and backgrounds and stuff. So like. I yeah I'm I'm excited, um and then for Guilty Gear, uh they announced Bridget who is a character that um people have wanted back for a very long time, uh it Bridget has a let's say storied history of people being weird about that character because it was a boy dressed like a girl. And people wanted to make it very clear that it was like a, a boy and not a girl, and people were really dumb about it. Is this? And then uh, it is now. They in this game, mm-hmm. Bridget is trans. Right. She fully transitioned to female, and like Dice Gabe made a big deal about that, and a lot of the dialogue, and in like a really fun, cool way. There is like this scene that was going around of Gold Lewis, the most American person in the world, and Kai talking to her as she like comes to the realization that you know there are they're a lady right and uh it just it was the most wholesome thing in the world and i was like okay good and people are still being really yeah i saw about it but uh the character's animation looks fucking awesome dude like when i saw the trailer i was like holy shit they like i don't know like something about it looks better than the other characters to me. They use a yo-yo and like just their walking animation forward is her walking the dog with the yo-yo and going backwards. It just looks something about it looks fucking incredible. Mm. And I, I watched my brother use her a bit 
and uh, she just seems super cool to watch and like fun to use for people. She also seems like very good right now, but that usually tends to happen with DLC characters early on in their in their lifespan before people really learn how to deal with them. Right. Um, but yeah, people like thought for sure they weren't going to bring Bridget back ever. So I, th- I think it's cool because she I think she won every poll they ever put out about characters that they wanted to people to bring back to guilty gear. Hmm. Um, and then they, this is the first character of the second season. And they said there will be, I think it's at least three others, uh, that will come in this season. Um, so if Bridget can come back, anybody can come back, but I, they did a killer job. I think it looks incredible and the music is fun. It's a, it looks so cool. Uh, and then the final thing, uh, Namco Bandai finally let Arc System Works do God's work with Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It is coming to the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, and they're, uh, when it comes out for those platforms, it is getting a rollback netcode. And when that happens, there will be a patch for the PC version to get the rollback netcode. Uh, so Dragon Ball Fighter Z continuing on higher frame rate. This is going to be an ignorant question. Uh-huh. But like rollback netcode's been around for a long time, right? It has, yes. So there's no reason why like the PS4 and like Xbox One version couldn't have rollback netcode, right? Um, Technically, no, but it might be the way they implemented sure. it. Uh, Which at, at a certain like that, point, but... they want to encourage people to move up anyway, so... Yeah, and so, like, my thing is, if the PS5 version and the Series X version, like, don't come with all the DLC rolled in, that's a crime. Yeah, yeah. That, that needs to be... They, like they've, a, had the, they've had two or three seasons of DLC now, like, they have to. Like a deluxe version for it, maybe even $60, I don't know, $40, $60? Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I bet if you tried to buy the base game, that would be, like, $20, $30, right. and then if you bought the DLC packs, they'd still be full price. So, like, yeah, I, $60 is probably fine. Uh, to get all that extra content, I would say. Um, but yeah, I think that's cool for people because like the netcode in that game is not great. Mm. And it seemed to be that like more Namco Bandai not wanting them to do it to like go back and work on it. I, I, I guess for me, like I think this is cool for people who play that game, but I, I don't know why they didn't just make another one. Mm. Like just like make it DBFZ2 or something and then just like add a bunch of new characters to it as well i i don't i kind of wonder if maybe they don't want to deal with the store like single player story again i guess that that could be true and like that's a that's a reasonable thing because that game had a pretty uh not fun but large story mode um with a lot of like animation and cutscenes and stuff so that that could be it but it's just one of those things where it seems like they there wouldn't be any question about people paying $60 for it. If it was like a new game that like had some new mechanics and then added all those old characters, but also new ones, a bunch of new ones. So I don't know. And it's not like they're running out of characters. Like Dragon Ball Z has fucking infinite characters and Dragon Ball super. The sequel manga is still going on and they had already added a bunch of Dragon Ball super characters to this game. So like that there are so many other characters they could pull from. It's in Fortnite now. Dragon Ball Z came to Fortnite this week. Saw something else is going to Fortnite. Oh, Doom. Oh, cool. The Doom Slayer is going to Fortnite. That's awesome. But yeah, Goku and Vegeta are blasting people in uh, Fortnite right now, too. It's never been a better time for Dragon Ball Z, apparently. I doubt that's true. Are you talking about the fighting game or Dragon Ball Z? The- uh, in general, the franchise. 
I bet there's been a better time. That's probably true. Um, but yeah, that is, that is all the stuff from Evo. I thought it was mostly very cool. Mm-hmm. Lots of good announcements for people. And there was, there were some other things on the periphery that I did not do. Like some, some fighting games got announced. Uh, like I think the PS five version and series X version of them's fighting herds. Uh, physical edition is coming out through limited run games or something. Uh, and there were several other like indie fighting games that got release dates or like got announced and got betas mm-hmm. and stuff. But, but these were these were all the the main ones. So, yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't do the t- the Tekken one. There's probably Tekken eight. It was confusing. It was like a weird teaser. I'm pretty sure it meant that they're working on Tekken eight, uh, but it was like pretty unclear. Is it definitely Tekken eight? It's not definitely Tekken 8. It seems like it is another Tekken thing. I don't know. The reason, it, it's more Tekken. The reason why I ask is they've been lately doing Tekken and then Tekken Tag and then back to Tekken and then Tekken Tag. So It was just like a weird higher like resolution version of like Kazuya, I think. Uh, and people were like, I think this is a teaser for Tekken 8. I don't fucking know. Okay. So the I don't know either. I assume that was like one of the last things announced. Well, no, Tekken was. I mean, it was yeah, because it went before day. Street Fighter. Yeah, so it was about middle of the day Street Fighter. So. But yeah, that's why I didn't put it here because I was like also confused by it and didn't understand what it meant. Something is happening with Tekken, Matt. I feel like Takan. Something's always happening with Takan. Something is always happening with Takan. Michelle Rodriguez, so. big fan of Takan big fan she can't wait for takani <laughs> uh and then you know other than eva we got some delays a lot of delays the first one made me sad uh marvel's midnight suns was delayed to later this fiscal year i mean it was already so means... delayed 2023 and now it's delayed even i further. know yeah so i you know i i was thinking about this xcom was delayed a lot as well yeah uh, which I mean, that came out great. Uh, XCOM Two uh, had some issues, we'll say, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, you know, take your time. Mm. No, yeah, I, f- I, th- I still think this one's gonna be good. And I, they just recently, I did not watch them, but I think they put out some gameplay videos of like specific characters, like one of Wolverine or something. Uh, so, I, I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, take take as much time as you need. There's whatever. plenty of games to play, so you know. Comes yeah. out when it comes. Um, and then Hogwarts Legacy was supposed to come out this year, but now it comes out February 10th, 2023. Uh, yeah, that's a Harry Potter open world game. I don't know. Coming out in February. Yeah, I, which, I mean, if it's only delayed a couple months, then that's probably just, you know, some polishing issues. Um, Maybe they just couldn't make the Switch version work. That could be it. Or They needed the extra time. Why is it on the Switch? This is probably a big enough, uh, you know, franchise that you don't have to have it around holiday. I'm sure it'll do fine in the, you know, in you know February. So, yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll do amazing for them still. I, uh, and then Metal Slug Tactics also delayed till 2023. This one makes me sad because I want to play this very badly. What is this? Just like a tactic style like like fire fire emblem style uh more like uh, final fantasy tactics or triangle strategy okay so like a 3d grid right right 
yeah uh yeah so that was also supposed to come out this year i don't remember when but um it is now 2023 mm-hmm. and then you put these other two on here i don't even know what these are a high in life is the, the this was announced uh during the xbox press conference it's the one that's made by the rick and morty guy oh weird it's supposed to come out in october now it's coming out in december 13th i am looking at screenshots of this game matt mm-hmm. i don't know that i've ever seen this before yeah i mean if you didn't watch the xbox press conference uh the like the big one that they had in the summer then you would not have seen this game okay justin roiland huh mm-hmm. uh and then uh evil west is just kind of like a multiplayer shooter game set and it's it it i don't know it, it looks weird uh it's like a western but then also like more technon it's it's weird it, it, it like it's weird that we got like weird west and evil west this year but like this evil west is also getting delayed a couple months and it's coming out now november 22nd so yeah and then after all these delays i just wanted to celebrate the fact that gotham knights went gold so i wonder if the reason hogwarts legacy got delayed was so that it didn't come out very close to gotham knights mm, that could make sense because uh, those are both WB properties, so I wonder if they wanted to make sure that Gotham Knights sold well during the holiday, and then we're like, ah, Harry Potter, though. Because, like, I think Gotham Knights is going to be good, but I think a lot of people have been skeptical about it. Well, it also had been delayed before. I think people are skeptical because this is a unproven studio that has been around for, like, 15 years, and they've produced one game. Yeah. I still have this pre-ordered and I question my thoughts, but I would like to play as Nightwing and Red Hood. I think conceptually it seems really cool. Uh, I am. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I mean, I I probably will keep my pre-order and I will play it because it's a Batman game and I like the Batman stuff. I mean, I know it's like different and more RPG-ish, but. Uh, well, I mean, you know, we'll, I'm we'll okay see with that. Like, it needs to be. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, we got four Batman games. I'm sure you didn't. You didn't play all four of them, but like, we got four of those. Like, we don't. Yeah, I didn't. Play. I didn't play Origins, but that was which is the studio made Origins. Okay. Uh, so like, they made like the worst of the four Arkham games. So I, I mean, I understand why people are apprehensive, but we'll see. I, I'm as I said, I'm hopeful. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, this next one I meant to delete off here, the Splatoon 3 Direct, because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Uh, it They have a two-year plan for Splatoon. They're making new weapons. They introduced a bunch of new characters. That game is Splatoon, and it looks cool. So, what? Uh, yeah. Do you think they're going to do the same thing where it's, like, it's a bare-bone game at launch, and then they'll slowly add content? So it seems less like that. Uh, they uh, this this went over what I think it was a lot of people's fears with that. Because uh, at a certain it, point, like I understand why they did that initially, but we're talking about the third one. There are people still playing Splatoon today, uh, so they're just going to want to jump into this new game and you know have new content. <laughs> Yeah, and there's there's new stuff and there's new stages and they showed which stages are new and which ones are old and then they outlined when stuff will be coming in the salmon over the next two years. Salmon run is going to be like their launch, right? Yes, it is. Uh, so that'll have some new stuff in it. And they also now the splat fests will be three ways. What? I know. Groundbreaking. 
not just two, three. Uh, so, I mean, it, it looks cool. Uh, I, it is another one of those things where like, could this not all have just been added to Splatoon two? Um, this is Nintendo it, though. No, I know, but it like, it doesn't look any different graphically or anything. So it's one of those things where it's like, you already sold the Octo expansion. Why couldn't you have sold like the Splatoon? Hey dog, there's more of it expansion. I yeah I don't know because they can uh, get sixty dollars out of you. That's the real answer. Yes, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. And that comes out September eighth. So it, like, it's hard to complain because like it. what they release Splatoon and then the, it's regularly updated with what the occasional expansion pack they have to probably what is it probably twenty dollars. Yeah, I think it was twenty some dollars. And that was more single play that was single player content that they mm. that was the DLC only. So. And, and you know going forward now, like at all like expansion packs are just gonna be part of Nintendo Online. And if you're playing Splatoon, mm. you're already paying for a Nintendo Online. Yeah, and the Splatoon DLC was it's already in uh so the online thing. So I, I like you're gonna pay the sixty dollars and more than likely not have to spend any other money other than like obviously the the Nintendo online. Yeah, and I, I'm not complaining about right. it. I just I just it's one of those things where it's like I this doesn't like seem different enough from Splatoon two to really be like, oh yeah, we had to make this a new game, but that's fine. I, I it it is cool and the new characters seem neat and they're they, they got their whole thing going on. I good on them. I'm glad Splatoon continues and I'm glad that people are very into it. And at least unlike Animal Crossing, where they had no real like schedule for the DLC stuff, like the fact that they've guaranteed at least two years of updates for this is uh that's good. I, I, I will defend Animal Crossing and saying that was like right at the beginning of the pandemic and there was a lot of questions about what was going on. Oh, it was. And then like stuff that was definitely supposed to come out near launch, like got delayed for ye- over a year right, right. and like a bunch of weird shit happened there. And then they they did put out that DLC that I thought was incredible. But it's one of those things where like. I feel like for how well that game sold, they should have been able to like capitalize better on updates and DLC for it. But whatever. I, I think you, that is one that you can point to the pandemic and say that because like there was just so many structural changes and just like you know, like, people were starting to go remote. It was just weird. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, you know, Splatoon seems like they've learned a lesson and they're mm-hmm. getting up front about the updates and how that stuff is going to work. Uh, so so that is cool. And then um, Disney at the D23 Expo, the September 9th this year, they're doing their first ever Disney and Marvel Games Showcase. Uh, spoilers, this is where they're going to announce that Black Panther game. Oh, that would make sense. Uh, and I believe at least one other game that no one knows what it is. Um, but they also they talked about some hot Avengers updates uh, to that hot game. Maybe we will see some of Spider-Man 2. Huh? Uh, but then then they confirmed oh, that like weird. it will pop perhaps Wolverine. I would say Spider-Man 2 more than Wolverine. We can but see both. We I would love to see both. Uh, but yeah, definitely that Black Panther game is getting announced and they confirmed a bunch of shit like that uh, Disney Animal Crossing game that they showed recently. Like that is there and uh, a bunch of other Disney related properties. Isn't so. that Art Racer coming out soon? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, so. that's probably there as well. 
Yeah, they had a list of games that's out there and then said, we're going to talk about some unannounced ones. And I was like, damn, Black Panther, let's go. Well, and if this uh, is Disney, does that mean Star Wars as well? Yes, in, in theory. So, I mean, we could get some Star, like uh, you know, Jedi Fallen Order 2. Uh, it has a name. What the yeah, f- I don't know. Je- Fallen Survivor, Jedi Survivor. Uh, so that's I, th- I think I think it is Survivor, but they also just announced today that there is a book coming out that takes place in between those two. So mm, cool. Get hyped for the book. I mean, neither of us will read it. I will absolutely not read it. Yeah, but I will play that second game. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. And then what the fuck is this? Uh, All of a sudden, new Tales from the Borderlands, October 21st. Yeah, this was announced a long time ago that they're bringing back. uh, Oh, wait. Oh, you're right. Well, no, this was announced a while ago, I think. But yeah, this was this was announced that it's coming out October 21st and it is being made by um, in-house. What's the studio? Gearbox. Gearbox is, I believe, involved in this. Uh, Telltale has nothing to do with this. Uh, so yeah, I don't know that this was announced before. I uh, maybe it was leaked. It did leak on the seventeenth. Okay. The day before it was supposed to, with an Amazon link, but I don't. Oh, it was announced back in April. Okay, I thought I was it was like... announced a while ago, and then all they the... just shared literally nothing yeah. other than it is a new adventure mm-hmm. with new characters. Yes. Uh, but now we know a lot more. Uh, we know what the actual name is, and it's n- New Tales from the Borderlands. I'm I'm going to say, because Gearbox is developing this, that I am now not interested in it. That's kind of mean. It's true, though. Yeah, yeah. But you weren't because interested they, in they, it before. They, they didn't write Tales of the Borderlands. That's why it was good. Yeah, but you weren't interested in it before. Hey, I played the first episode, and then I fell off because it took time for them to release. <laughs> I, that is probably one of my favorite of the, the that's what everybody says even people who don't like Borderlands mm-hmm. say that so that, that's why I say that because Gearbox is developing it I have z- approximately zero faith after the really tight humor of Borderlands 3 uh, Tiny Tina was okay yeah but those people were probably working on Tiny Tina so it lost all the shitty writers to work on this maybe they brought in new people mm, okay uh, I hope it's good for people who really like that first game. I hope it like does it justice and I further fleshes out that world. Uh, yeah, I don't have high hopes. I, uh, no, I do not either. Especially since they like announced like, hey, this is coming out in two months. Yes, that's not a good sign either. And they still have like not really shown anything about well, it. what's there to show. I don't know the characters, I guess. But like you should know if you played the first Tales from the Borderlands, you should have an idea what it's going to be. If they completely go against that, then they have completely just fucked up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Good luck. Uh, maybe I'll play it. it. We'll see how it reviews. Yeah. I, it sounds like you're not going to play it anyway. Absolutely not, no. And uh, in final news, we have some uh, Embracer Group uh, acquisitions. It's out of control, Matt. Mm-hmm. Th- I mean, as we know, this is basically THQ. They just rebranded as the Embracer Group. Uh, and now they own everything. 
they they purchased limited run games which is a, a physical game manufacturer that makes limited run video games that i purchase from frequently they mostly do uh reprints of some harder to find games and make physical copies of a lot of digital only games uh and yeah i don't know what that means for them one of the weird things is like embracer is there's also patrick klepek wrote an article about this recently they are trying to create a library that has a copy of every video game in the world in it oh interesting uh and so like maybe them acquiring limited run as part of that and like they're like you know we're all about games and game preservation that that part is cool but i you know they bought limited run so that was one this the next one is the one that blew my fucking mind open and i thought that i was like having a stroke is they are buying the ip rights to the lord of the rings and so i then had to look it up because i was like well warner brothers has the rights but warner brothers only has the rights to make movies Mm. of the hobbit and the lord of the rings whereas that those two things are owned by the J.R.R. Tolkien estate. The other separate Lord of the Rings IP is literally anything that has the Lord of the Rings or is related to it. Uh, and not the TV rights because uh, that Amazon has that or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, so like they can make games about the Lord of the Rings. And if they want to make stuff that takes place in the world of Middle Earth, because the weird Lord of the Rings Bible, the Summerillion is included in this. They can do that. They can make merch. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They just can't make a movie of the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Or a TV show. I, or write a book. I'm going to guess if they make a game, it's not going to be like Shadow of Mordor. Uh, yeah. Because like Shadow of Mordor is a great game, but man, that is a bad Lord of the Rings game. Uh, yeah. Because it pretty much goes against everything that lord of the rings is like meant to be i think my favorite part about this was i saw a lot of tweets of people being like outraged by this but my favorite one said great maybe they can buy harry potter (laughs) and uh i thought that was great um so yeah i don't know what they're planning to do with that probably make money hand over fist with hot lord of the rings merch and i mean is that video games Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the Lord of the, the Amazon show is going to be like one of the biggest things on the planet. It was like the highest budgeted TV show of all time or something. OK, that shows how little I'm paying attention to that stuff. Yeah, that comes out soon. I think. OK, cool. Um, and then they also bought Singtrix, a company popular for making home karaoke machines. <laughs> that's uh, that's an interesting thing. Um, Tuxedo Labs, known for making that new game Teardown. I don't, have you seen anyone play that? No. It's not new. It came out a couple years ago. I think it just came out in 1.0 recently, but it's like this PC game where like you can destroy literally everything. Oh, so it's like crackdown. Uh, sort of. It's more like it's supposed to be. That's what I should say. It's it's more like a red faction. Okay. But like everything is like weird and made of voxels. You should you should look up videos of it. It's crazy. And people mod it to do like the wildest shit. Uh, but that's cool. I maybe that just means teardown. We'll get more like money and support and they can make other cool games um so i thought that was neat uh and then they bought tripwire interactive which they make a bunch of weird random shit like they do the killing floor which is very popular on steam there's it's killing floor too uh and chivalry and chivalry too and there are they had a bunch of other weird games that i had never heard of but the killing floor and chivalry were the the ones that i um recognized and then they bought a japanese studio 
called Tatsujin, which this one is really confusing because it is a new studio, but it is made up of people from a studio called Tau Plan, which Tau Plan is famous for making a bunch of old arcade games. The one that most people would know is Zero Wing. Do you remember in the 90s, the old memes of the dude who would say, all your base are belong to us? Yes. That is that is Zero Wing. Okay. Uh, so like a bunch of weird old... Not very fun, uh, like shoot 'em ups or shmups. Okay. Uh, and apparently they, as part of the acquisition of Tatsujin, they like, uh, they are able to re-release all the Tau Plan games because they also got the IP rights to all those games. I don't know why they wouldn't have just kept them the same developer name. Whatever. I don't know. It seems like now they're like re-releasing a collection that has Zero Wing and a bunch of other dumb bullshit in it. Uh. Okay, Embracer Group. They own so many things now. Like I, I don't know. They're just they're trying to buy it all. And it seems like they're not going for that triple A. They're they're kind of going for that like like double A. Uh, yeah, uh, like or level. weird random shit. Right. I don't know, man. And but uh, their their other thing was they. I I didn't put this on there because it wasn't an acquisition. They made a separate group called like Embracer something where they're gonna sell like merch and stuff and like collectibles uh so they're like getting into like selling like paraphernalia and collectibles also to go along with not necessarily video games but like whatever because like i said they're buying fucking home karaoke machines in the lord of the rings so like they i don't know man i mean like that can work but they need to get like they need to build up entities that are you know marketable and like sellable yeah, and I mean they are they are very much trying to create something that can do that. Right. So good luck. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing a lot. There's not going to be anything else to acquire soon. Probably not. Tencent, Embracers, Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox. Uh, Xbox. I mean, Microsoft has a ton as well. <laughs> Yeah, Microsoft has its own. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like those are the, like, five or six companies that own everything in video games at this moment. And, like, Square Enix is a huge question mark. What's going on with them? And that's one of those things where, like, they used to be one of those companies that was so large that no one could probably buy them. That's not true. No, they, like, someone someone could definitely afford to buy Square Enix. No, Capcom's another interesting one that's just kind of... Capcom, Capcom as well, yeah. But they're just kind of trucking along, doing their own thing, uh, so... But you know but what? Yeah, I just I thought the Lord of the Rings, man. Right, right. I All I was gonna say is I thought the same thing about Bethesda. I thought Bethesda was just trucking along, doing fine, and then that that came out of nowhere. And I guess Activision as well. So that one was bug wild, yes, yes. but yeah, which that one still hasn't officially happened, and might not for a while. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean that's uh that was a. I mean, that was two weeks of news, but, you know, stuff happens. A lot of, but it seemed like this week, especially, uh, we're, what, just starting Q4. Mm-hmm. Or no, we're Q4 is going to be in September 1st. So, like, yeah, it makes sense that, like, now games are starting to get the uh, delayed again. So, uh but I guess, yeah. Uh, so that was the news. Uh, and then we can kind of get into the the games we've been playing the last couple weeks. Uh, you've been primarily just playing Xenoblade? 
Uh, yes, I have played since our last podcast. I've played 50 more hours of Xenoblade, which you and Nukio, I'm on 60. You and Nukio, like a couple weeks ago, like spent like an hour talking about this, right? Yeah, and that's why I won't say a lot more about it. I just I've played 60 hours. Nukio has played 118. Uh, he is not as far as me that in the yep. plot, but he is much higher level than me I and has know. explored more of the map. Uh, and he seems to be enjoying it still from what I can gather. Uh, I am still very much enjoying it. I am at a point right now where I unlocked a new map. And when I got there, I texted Nukio and said, I am so sorry for you when you get to this map because he has to explore everything. It's absurd. It is. I, I was just disgusted by how large it was and how much there was to do. And then like I unlocked so many side quests all at once. And now I can do so many things. I'm never going to do the story again mm. is what it comes down to. But it's also, it's one of those things where like there are just generic side quests uh, that have like, okay plot, but you have to do a lot of those to unlock these other quests called hero quests. Or once you unlock the heroes and you, you get that class, that your characters can turn into. Uh, but then they can only get to level 10. And then you have to do ascension quests by doing all these wild specific things so that you can get them to level 20 for their class. Uh, and I've just gotten to the point where I can unlock those ascension quests. So like I just so many things happened at once. And um, I'm having fun though. It It is one of those things where it's just the world is so big. There's so much going on that like I am I just get lost in it, you know, and I'm trying to do all sorts of stuff. The combat has stayed fun. And that's because like, you know, you're switching up classes all the time and stuff. They're as me and Nukio talked about uh, in the last regular episode. They constantly introduce systems like they So fucking many systems always. Is it like, like I, I'll think that I've unlocked uh, all the systems and then like, you'll get to the next story part and like, oh, Hey, by the way, here's five more systems. And you're like, man, what the fuck? Is it getting to a point where it's like overwhelming and you're forgetting about old systems and you're like, oh, I, I keep forgetting to do this. No, because they like layer them on in a way that you just like all the thing, all the most of the battle systems, like you just end up having to use going forward. So that that not really. OK, yeah, because sometimes like games can get too big and then like you don't even use more than half of the stuff in it. So I, I think the part of it that is too big is most people probably think this is fine, but there are too many things you can tweak on the characters. They have their class. Uh, they have uh, accessory slots. They have gem slots. They have skill slots. They have art slots. And like at a certain point, the fucking inventory management for the accessories is so bad that I just started telling the game to auto equip them because like, I was like, I, I literally have to sort through like no shit hundreds of accessories that are all like barely different. So it's one of those things where like I they for Xenoblade Chronicles 2, they did a lot of quality of life stuff and free patches. I'm assuming they're going to do that with this as well, because it's going to sell a million copies and they already are selling the expansion pass. So like they will they will definitely do a lot of quality of life updates as well. Um but yeah, it's just one of those things where there's too many stats that I can micromanage that like that. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or if it has become too granular. I mean, it, at a certain point, it's like diminishing returns, isn't it? 
It is, yeah, and it's like I'm just tweaking a couple yeah. percentage points Ooh. here on this fucking thing. Like it doesn't, it does not matter it, at a certain point. And like me just telling it to auto equip is obviously never going to be the most optimal setup. But do you need it? it, it, it I don't need it. Yes, I, exactly. Like I think once you beat the game, there are like five super bosses you can fight, and like maybe then. But I'm at level 54, and I'm 60 hours into a hundred hour game. So like you know. I'm so far above the level for the main story quests that it's hilarious at this point. So like that, those don't really pose a challenge. It's the side quest things that are actually at my level that I'm doing. So yeah, I, it, it is very good. Um, it, it is one of those things where I think they listen to a lot of the criticisms from two, mm. especially with the combat uh, and like two's combat was very flashy, but not very deep. This has flashy combat and is ridiculously deep in combat. So, like, I'll take it. I think the characters are all very good and very well developed. I uh, The overall plot maybe is weaker than two, but I'd have to get to the end to see that. It's just one of those things where it's like this game seems to me more about characters interacting and growing and character moments than about the large overarching plot. Okay. If I had to say so, which I am okay with. I guess it just depends how it pans out in the end. Like if the if somehow it doesn't give me like a satisfying conclusion, I I don't know. I feel like it could still like trip at the finish line with the with the plot. But I I, so far, I think like just the character interactions alone are good. So. okay, cool. Uh, Yeah. So Xenoblade, I'll be playing that for the rest of my life. Awesome. And then you can get Mm -hmm. back to uh, Elden Ring. Uh, I got to play Digimon Survive. Oh, I only I played that. I only I only played that the uh, mm. the first day I got it. Mm. So I got. Well, they came out like right around the same time, right? Same day. Because they hate you personally. They because they hate me personally. Yeah. So um, at least with Xenoblade, yeah, so, you can just take your Switch up to you know like your girlfriends or whatever. With each yeah, day. and like it's one of those things where like I play it on my lunch break at work mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's just always something that I can turn on and the switch is so easy to just put in rest mode and then turn right back on right. to where you were. So, so that that's been cool. And I, I was going to like play Digimon when I came home, but then I got so invested in Xenoblade. I was like, no, I'll just play this until I'm done. And that's where we're at. So uh, I look forward to hearing about Digimon in uh, October. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, as I mentioned last week, I had finished Triangle Strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I overall I did enjoy this game a lot, uh, just because I I really like like the tactics like style combat, but it it does have some like massive narrative uh, pacing issues, which I think that's a pretty common thing with uh, you know Japanese games and especially from this studio. Oh yeah. Uh, but at least, like, the combat was cool. I love the art style, which I know you mentioned you like the art style and tri- triangle strategy as well. Oh, yeah. I, that HD2D style, the fact that they're remaking, like, they remade Live Alive in that and they're remaking Dragon Quest Three, ugh, awesome. The name is still so weird to me. HD2D? Oh, triangle strategy. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, better than Project Triangle. <laughs> All right. Is it? Is it? Yes, because what the fuck is Project Triangle? What was that Nintendo game? It was Project like, Gotham or Project, something. Project uh, Codename Steam. Codename Steam. That was a really bad name, too. Yeah, but you could be uh, Robot Abraham Lincoln in that. I That's think, true. So. And that was another one of these like 
like strategy games, right? Uh, yes, but it was like closer to like Valkyria Chronicles, where it's like kind of like you are playing as the character for the turn, mm. and okay, kind of thing. It would have been cool. I really like it. Ran like dog shit on the 3ds, and it like I don't like holding a 3ds. I always was hoping that they would port that to a console because people always like spoke very highly of it that actually were able to like play it. And I, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, maybe it was called project triangle strategy. I can't find it now. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was just project triangle at the beginning, but like, I don't know. I don't remember what they called it either, but like either way, I mean like, Triangle strategy is not a great. Game. Okay, no, it, it was Project Triangle Strategy. They just removed the project to to really, you know, be like, oh, it's done now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, they could have come up with a way better name that was like way more descriptive of what this actually was. Yes, because uh, like it was way more about like dealing with houses and just like you know, like the government and just like drama and it. it the, the story was very well told. I, as I as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I think if you like, if like a best cast of characters, like Triangle Strategy is up there for me. It just like, I liked a lot of the characters. I, I genuinely hated one of the characters until he was finally killed. Just, you know, great game. Uh, some pacing issues. And I know that would, that's going to turn people off. Cause like, it's really rough, especially for the first, probably like three, four hours. So I, I have to say this because I'm looking at the, uh, the Wikipedia page. Right. This has happened with a couple square Enix switch releases. They are the publishers in Japan, mm-hmm. but then in every other country, Nintendo is the publisher. My guess is Nintendo probably paid to have it, uh, localized. I guess because they did that with Live Alive as well. And the fact that it was like published by Nintendo and they kept showing it to the treehouse, I was like, this is really weird because like this was a square soft game. Right. That came out like in the 90s. So like, I don't it, it's just very weird. Yeah. And like I I think. Uh, um, what the fuck? The, the Octopath Traveler was the same then. Obviously not. That's not that way on Steam, but. I, I think it was the for the Switch release. I think Nintendo was the. I, see, I don't know because now it's on uh, Game Pass, which is just weird. Yeah, but it it came to PC because they were like, "Oh, we can milk this." And now there's a mobile game of uh, Octopath Traveler, a Traveler. Which that was another one. I, I remember people really like complimenting the combat system of that game. Yes, it is very it is very cool. It's 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 the combat system of final fantasy five slash xenoblade chronicles three where every character can be every class and you can you know make your broken ass team and give each other weird abilities and you know yeah i never really got to a point where i felt broken but i will say i did like because like the game doesn't really have like quote-unquote grinding in a traditional sense but you can go into like your encampment and then do these like mock battles that just always carry over so I, w- I did all of those. So like I would the final battle was pretty trivialized, but it was never mm. like, super hard. Uh, so but I mean, I also played it on, I think, normal. I didn't play it on like the hardest difficulty or anything. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no, uh, I, I did enjoy my time with Triangle Strategy. If you are into those kind of games, I would definitely recommend checking that out. 
I also recently uh, uh, finished uh, Lego Star Wars. You beat me to it. Uh, so, yeah. I uh, don't know if I'm proud I did it, but I did it. Mm. I will have to say um, the original trilogy is the best. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like, the the prequels, that was okay. Very linear, not the most exciting. I hated the uh, the sequels. Nice. Um, I just, like, it, it was, like, all the levels were just made differently. Uh, mm. Things just felt like they were more complex, but like, and you'd think that might be a good thing, but like, it was, it's not, they were just more tedious. It wasn't like, they didn't make it more, more enjoyable. It was just like, oh, this is just like more annoying and more tedious thing to go through these quote unquote puzzles. And the other thing is like, I had a lot of game breaking bugs in the. So I guess this game. It had had a lot of bugs and they like haven't patched it mm. really like i still see people complaining about that um like sometimes the thread on resetera will get bumped and people will be like yo dog like what the fuck they still haven't like put out a patch for x weird bug i would say or- five times in like the sequels i had to just turn the system off and restart it because like something broken yeah i I don't know what's up with that, but it seems like, yeah, they at this point, I, it came out so long ago that I would guess that they're probably not going to patch it, but probably not. But like, that's just weird. The, the worst one I encountered is like I I was with it was like two characters and I was running around and like I had to do this one specific thing. And there was one of those like consoles for like, you know, a droid to like mm-hmm. they have to do like this the annoying spinning thing that like they have like puzzle thing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I didn't have a droid in my party and I eventually was like am I going to have to like I spent like 10 15 minutes just like breaking everything running around cuz like a lot of times in these these Lego games if you don't know just break everything and then usually like those broken parts you can build something and you move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like probably a good 10, 15 minutes of just running around looking like just trying to figure out. And I was like, this is a new low for me. I'm going to have to look up a guide on how to like and in a Lego game. I'm going to have to look up a guide because like this is too confusing. And it was just like, hey, just switch to the droid and do this one thing. And I was like, but I don't have a droid in my party. And it was like a main story. So you can't just like add one. Mm-hmm. So I like quit the game, loaded it back up, and then all of a sudden I had three characters in my party, and I could easily do that. Cool. Yes. So like it was like game breaking bugs like that, where like I thought I was doing something wrong, and it was just like no, like there was nothing I could do. Yeah. So like that's fun. Uh, just very frustrating stuff like that. So also like I didn't really know a lot of the plot twists in Lego, like or like not Lego. I didn't really know a lot of the plot twists, quote unquote, in the Star Wars, like the, those final two movies. Um, they seem kind of lame. There was no plot twist. It just was plot suck. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably. But like, like, oh, Ray is uh, the the Emperor's granddaughter. That is the oh my god! We can't, I can't, I can't do this. It is the worst. It is the fucking worst. At the end, she's like, "Oh, I'm Ray Skywalker," and I'm like, "You just picked that last name, like that. You're just gonna yes. It doesn't make any sense." She just said, "Like, oh, I'm Ray Skywalker." Like, shut up. Yeah, it's me, Manny Skywalker. I like. Oh my god! But the fucking. Like, literally, you they go through this whole thing of like Ray's parents were nobodies, and like 
that's a fine plot. Yeah. She just was cool. But then they're like, oh, no, nah. like she's got to be special somehow. And they, and I was just like, man, no, you set this up for two fucking movies. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, now nah, whatever. Like it just everything about that third movie sucks. I, and it was just so uh, they just like threw together whatever the fuck. And there was, like, no plan for those three movies. I also, like, just, like, Kylo Ren is just lame throughout the entire thing. And then, like, his motivations in the third one just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, no. Yeah. It, oh God. There's a lot of issues with Star Wars. There are so many issues with that. And, like, with the, my favorite thing about that is, like, John Boyega, like... He was a huge Star Wars fan, and now he just like tweets about how much he fucking yeah. hates Star Wars all the time, and like wants nothing to do with it ever again. Yeah, which I, I mean, he, I think, like I've read into it, like he feels like he was like lied to and betrayed a little bit. Oh yes, and he was because like it just that's not when you like imagine like oh I'm going back to like my childhood. D- dreams here and like just the way those turned out and the way his character turned out like it just oh man and like even like Oscar Isaac's character is Poe like he seemed less pissed off about the whole thing but like he was robbed as well yeah I mean it's just kind of like it just I don't know I we don't have to turn this into Star Wars it's just like this is this is how I found out about like the the final two uh quote-unquote episodes of star wars and i'm like oh that's i could understand why people are angry now yeah it's i i like the the metal one i am like i am a i am a the last jedi apologist i think that what ryan johnson was trying to do there would have actually made a cool third movie maybe and it is one of those things where when they brought jj abrams back for the third one it seemed like he like got rid of all of the plot threads from the middle movie out of spite. Mm. Yeah. Maybe having two different directors, bad idea. Well, the each that that's how the other ones were. Each one had a different director. I mean, like George Lucas was there, but they, mm. you know, like yeah, they, were, so. they were different in each one. So like, uh, well, other than the prequels, those were all George Lucas, but uh, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where like you have JJ Abrams and then you change to Ryan Johnson and I I do like that metal movie because it's one of those things where it's like it's different. And like I yes, there are parts of it that I don't think are great, but I thought that what it was leading to could have been really cool. And then people were so shitty about that movie that they brought J.J. Abrams back and he just removed every single plot thread. It seems like a lot of times like the dark middle chapter is always more interesting because like whatever you think is going to happen is going to be way more interesting than what actually gets. Like. Yes, exactly. It's kind of like Matthew and, too, you know? Yeah. And I, 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 the empire strikes back will forever be my favorite star Wars movie because of that. Like it ends not happily either. Like Luke got his arm cut off. Yeah. The dark Knight, Another example. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm the last, uh, the last Jedi apologist. Yes, I, I won't argue with that. I'm just like, especially like that last one. I was like, this is, I can, I understand why people are angry now. So I just remember me and my brother leaving the theater and being like, oh God, what? See, I remember that. I was feeling that way after The Force Awakens. Remember? Yeah. You and Nukio were so excited about it. And I was like, I just, I, that did not do anything for me. No, and it's one of the, the Star Wars has a problem where like they just they can't get rid of the old characters. They can't do it. Well, it, 
it seems like the whole point of this is the Skywalker saga is done and now they can move on with their lives. Yes. And like the the reason that the news, but then they made the Obi-Wan show and apparently that's pretty good, whatever. Uh, But the new show Andor is what happens before Rogue One. And it actually looks really cool. And it's like, it's not again, it's not about Jedi. Right. So like, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, this is like the true beginning of the rebel movement. Uh, it it looks really cool and well directed, so I hope that it, I hope that it gets pulled off. But again, you know what's sad? What he's too old now, but we'll never get a Mace Windu show. Yeah, it is sad. He's way too old to do it now. I know it's fucked up. But anyway, I'm playing Bayonetta two, and that is fucking awesome. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Sorry for the, the quick cut there, but hold That's okay. It's true. Uh, Mandy, I have a question for you. Yes. I like anime. I love it. Because <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm playing this and like, there are like boss fights where like I'm fighting in the foreground and then in the background, my like spirits fighting the other person's spirit. You're just like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, oh, it's so ridiculous. I literally, I don't even know what it was, but it was just like, I'm like fighting on this like floating like ice barge thing with like blood surround like we're on like blood <laughs> river and you're like what the fuck is bayonetta it's awesome and see this is that's all i want from bayonetta 3 i want to just be like doing some weird fight and laugh to myself and be like what the fuck is this yeah well literally in the same chapter i, w- I just had to stop and like just take a screenshot and just be like i am fighting a giant manta ray like robotic manta ray and like that's that's what i'm fighting and then like and then i go and then like 10 minutes later i'm fighting like a a lumen sage on an ice barge in on a floating blood river i'm like what the fuck is bayonetta (laughs) i like anime that's what that's that's yeah you've you've turned the corner uh i just like that opening scene where like it's christmas time god God. i what a fucking what a good game i i I still i still prefer the first one but two is wild as well and still very good i started playing this like like my girlfriend was on the couch she was reading and then she looked up and she was like what the fuck are you playing (laughs) it's <laughs> like look i warned you this is gonna be weird it's gonna be a weird game i and then i turned to her and i was like is this a christmas game it is i think you can yes technically call it a christmas game so you can it's the best christmas game ever made actually probably because like whatever uh, there, though. jesus uh so no i'm i like i'm eight chapters in to okay uh, which I believe I looked it up. There was 16 total. So I, yeah, I believe that's the case. I, which I, what I've been doing is I've been taking my time and I've actually been going back through and like replaying stages and stuff. Cause I've been, mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce these, but they're like Muspelheims. They're like the challenge. Oh yeah. I, I've been trying to do all of those cause I'm just enjoying the combat so much, mm-hmm. uh, which I think it's really interesting playing this, having just played uh, the first devil may cry a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. I would, I, this is so much easier than like that devil may cry game. Oh yeah. Uh, but that's, don't take that as me saying like, like I'm saying as like a base level, it's way easier, but I think like there's a lot more depth than that first devil may cry as well. Like I, I assume once you get into the harder difficulties, it's not, it's not that easy as easy. 
but like mm. the checkpointing is so friendly and just like i appreciate it because at one point like i just finished a boss b- battle and i went to take a drink and then you have to like mash one of the buttons because like it's just like to end the boss fight or whatever and i messed that up and i missed it and it said i failed it <laughs> loaded me back into like all i had to do was hit the boss once and then it ended that sequence again Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, at least like I don't have to do the entire boss battle because I, I fucked up like a QTE at the end type of thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate like the checkpointing, but like, yes, like like Devil May Cry and Bayonetta 2. Bayonetta 2 is like a much easier game, like at least at the base level. I bet like there's a lot more depth as well, though. So like, um, so it just it's such a well-designed game. But also playing this, I can completely understand why making Bayonetta 3 would be hard. Because, like, as I said, like, I already described to you what I'm doing, like, halfway through this game. And it's only going to build from here. Like, I can't even imagine how it ends. And then, like, you're going to have to build on Bayonetta 2 and get even wilder for Bayonetta 3. Like, I don't. Well, they added Lady Virgil. That's how they do it. Mm -hmm. You mean John? Yeah. I did. (laughs) I did also have to look up, like, what the fuck happened in Bayonetta 1? And then I was like, I remember. Like, I played it the one time, and I was like, oh, that's right. There was a little girl who was calling Bayonetta mummy. Yeah, Cereza. Cereza. And then, like, Bayonetta, like, then they're together for a while, and then. Bayonetta like fights her dad and then defeats her dad and then goes back in time and then gives her daughter herself her younger self an item which then like Bayonetta like then survives and then that makes her dad twice as more powerful and you're just like oh my god this is just like like what the fuck is happening here but no I love Jean but no that they added literally the character is just Virgil mm-hmm. in three but it is a lady mm-hmm. Like literally, like it is the exact same character with a katana, white hair. Yes, yeah, I'm on board. So, like originally, they the main tease for the when they revealed re-revealed Bayonetta three the last time before this most recent time and gave it a release date, it only showed from behind and it just looked like Virgil. Mm. And you're like, are they allowed to do that? Uh, but then in the newest trailer where they showed the release date, they showed it from the front and they had the character talking and they, it is like a, a lady with a short haircut that has a katana, but it's, it's just Virgil. Oh, speaking of lady with short haircut, I don't want to turn this into a whole big thing, but like, I do think I like the Bayonetta in the first game better than the second game. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, it's yeah. Not a big deal. I'm just, I'm still playing like with the default character model, just cause like a lot of times my first playthrough, I like to play it. However, the, like the creators wanted me to play it type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then if I go back and replay it again, uh, then I'll probably mess around with like the costumes and stuff. Cause I know, like, I don't know if I assume the switch version has this, I know the Wii U version had like, you could play as like Metroid and link and stuff. So that was only in Bayonetta one. What? That was only in the Wii U version of Bayonetta one. Oh, really? Yeah. The, we, the two did not have any of those costumes. I don't know if the thought is this. I don't know if the switch version of Bayonetta two added anything. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can play as like like uh, as those characters or like those like costumes and into. 
Okay, I'm I'm on a games fact page and it says how do I unlock the link costume beta? Oh, okay. And it says you don't and then people are saying you don't get it right away, but you do eventually get it. Yeah, there's uh Peach, Daisy, Samus, Link, Star Fox, uh so there's there's it's I don't know. Weird. Oh wait, you can get the master sword? Yeah, this it, it, Bayonetta 2 is just weird. I I have to imagine the Switch has that stuff, but maybe they didn't add it again. I don't know. Either way, like I'm still enjoying the game if it doesn't have that stuff. I I just right now I don't want to like quote unquote waste my um my halos on on that stuff. Like I'd rather get like gameplay like additions and get better that way than like spend it on a costume that's not going to change anything. You know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so no, I'm really enjoying my time with Bayonetta two. I would say once I finished like Triangle Strategy and Lego, like that's primarily what I've been focusing on. Um, I did laugh. Uh, I think it was yesterday. I uh, I start. I you know got up early in the morning and played a little bit before work. Which uh, surprise surprise, Nukio was on his Switch playing Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. And then last night around eight o'clock, I fired up my Switch to play a little bit more Bayonetta, and Nukio was on playing Xenoblade. So yeah, like I was like, there was a part of me that was like, did he do that all day? I don't know, but I like to think he was playing all day. Yes, most likely. I don't know though. He's he's got work, so yeah. 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 Who knows? Uh, but no, I am loving Bayonetta two. I'm so glad I'm doing this because I'm going to be ready for uh, Bayonetta three in November. I believe it's coming out in November, right? Or October? Whenever? Uh, October twenty first, I believe. Okay. I. Yeah, because then November is uh, Pokemon, they're the Nintendo's big release. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, uh, Bayonetta 2 is awesome. Also, uh, I signed up for uh, Gamefly, you know, and that's how I've been kind of playing my games. I just got Dying Light 2. Mm-hmm. I played that for an hour. Uh, I don't, I don't want to really say too much. All I know is, I didn't look this up, but I'm like 99% sure Troy Baker is the voice actor for the protagonist uh i you know i don't even have to look it up i'm pretty sure that is true because i'm like that's just troy baker's voice like they didn't even have him do anything yeah why would you sure uh but uh we'll see how i feel about that uh i'm still kind of in like just like the tutorial section so not a lot to say uh so i'll talk about bayonetta 2 and uh dying light 2 uh more uh next week so okay uh, and then for our part three, I just kind of wanted to do something a little bit more quote unquote positive. And I just kind of wanted to just like do like a fall preview and like what we're excited about coming out this fall. Because like, I don't know if you know this, but today, August 19th, Madden came out. Oh, which the Madden Ooh. video games are, come, are back. So I mm-hmm. uh, like next week, uh, Saints Row uh, kicks it off really. with I So I th- saw that. Mm-hmm. the other day and i was like did i like i i don't know like i feel like i see nothing about this game like i are people not excited about this i don't know I think people are like oh they went woke and now they're going broke or something i don't know are they woke i thought this was just closer to like they, gta again and with short hair so they went woke manny Oh, see, I haven't been following. I, I don't know. Like, I'm I, I'm this is a game that I'm very curious about because it seems like, you know, after Saints Row 4, like, what do you do? 
and they're completely like rolling it back and like this is a complete reboot from the beginning uh so i'm just kind of curious but like i i want to see what the reviews have to say and obviously the reviews aren't out yet because i think it's coming out the 23rd yeah i don't know i so the sense i got of this game was that it was like going back to the like gang thing yes it's going back to like the the originals and it's going to be like a reboot yeah but i I mean i like less silly you know what i mean like less of like a goofy weird dumb time and more like hey gang violence i don't i don't know i think there is some like weird saints row stuff that's going to be happening okay Uh, but it's not going to be like where you're able to just jump over buildings unfortunately Okay. So it's going to be a little bit more grounded where you're actually going to have to drive vehicles. Okay. Uh, but like, Ed, yeah, that's coming out August 23rd. So that's coming out uh, just in a few days now. So reviews will be dropping early next week. And uh, that will probably determine if I pick this game up or not. But I might also like, here's the thing about video games. If you wait like two months, they're way better experiences. Yeah. Oh, it literally is a reboot. Yes, it's a reboot. I didn't. I didn't realize the like Shondi and Johnny Gat were in it. Yeah, as I keep saying, like I'm. It's like a reboot going back to the. the I thought they were like new character. I didn't realize it's just the exact same character. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, sure. Yeah. I. I mean, like, where do you go for like where do you go with Saints Row? This is this is I think the answer. Like, now can they pull it off? We'll we'll see. So. Yeah. Uh so. Uh, but no, I just kind of wanted to talk about, like, I just kind of made a list here, but we can just kind of generally talk about whatever we want to talk about. I just wanted to, like, be positive and just kind of talk about what, what we're excited about coming up, like, for basically the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Especially since, like, I just feel like it's been relatively dead from March until now. Uh, other than, like, uh, the couple games that you've been, like, Xenoblade came out, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but like, what other big games came came out between August and like now? I don't know the answer to that. There's, Neon White. There's not, but that's not a big like that's not a big like AAA game type of thing. No, but it was very large. Yeah, like, and it was an awesome game. So, and now like, there's so many weird indie games that just came out. Like Roller Drome, uh, just came out on PlayStation, and people are really liking that. Cult of the Lamb apparently sold over a million copies. I saw Elden Ring uh, with like 16 million copies. Yeah, 16.6 million. That's fucking fuck. Which wild. is awesome. But, but I but like we can no longer like from software fans can no longer call this like a small underappreciated series. Like it's mainstream. It's big oh, yeah. bigger than mainstream at this point. Like it's yeah. It's huge. So like Thanks, George R. R. Martin. Sure. I mean, also, like, thanks for, you know, consistently making good games and, like, finally, yeah, they finally found a formula that just allowed them to, like, hit big. Although, at the same time, like, Bloodborne was huge. I feel like even Dark Souls 3 was huge. I mean, like, yeah, Dark Souls 3, Sekiro. Sekiro. Well. I mean, Sekiro won, like, game of the year the year it came out. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, is there like anything from this list or something I didn't write down that like you can say like you're super excited about? Uh, I mean, I'm super excited about Pokemon uh, because the leaks keep happening. And now that we know that the leakers are telling the truth, dude, I, like I, I cannot wait 
to see what these Pokemon look like. I'm fucking ready. I think there's a ghost dog. Ooh. I think there's I think there's a ghost dog. Yeah, Manny, you might be able to make like two dogs. Two all dog teams? Ooh. We got a bread dog as well now. We're in. It's ah. But I mean, other than that, I just like other than what you, me, and Nukio were talking about in the group chat with the fucking gym thing recently. Right, right. Where it seems like maybe they don't level up or whatever. Uh, I, like everything else about it just seems interesting, and I very much want to see what the new Pokemon look like because a lot of them seem fucking crazy. So, uh, that stuff that stuff is neat. Um, yeah, the gym. I not to get like harp on that too much, but like that seems like a system that works great if you're not making RPG. Yeah, and so the leakers also haven't talked a lot about game mechanics, but they have said that like side quests are a big deal and i don't know what the fuck that means but i hope that means that there are like meaningful side quests to like get pokemon or like do things in the game uh and it might mean that the quest log from pokemon arceus returns because that that would be cool uh but yeah i I don't know it just it seems like there are a lot of cool things happening in it that i i just want to see how did game freak do it what's uh what's popping i i I think at the end of the year, we're going to be looking back at Arceus and that being like the big, like the big Pokemon game this year. And I don't know, man. I, I think this will sell better, but I think Arceus will be the one that like, like was, is considered the better of the two. We'll see. Cause I think that one's going to be the more innovative of the two where this is just going to be like this. They made some changes to Pokemon, but it just feels like another Pokemon game. Yeah, which, you know, I could go for right now. I don't know, like, if I... After the last one, uh, the remake, I'm just like, I don't know if I really want another Pokemon right now. Which, I'm not... It might be heresy. I don't know. Oh, I forgot about that game. Yeah, that... Did you even finish that? I did, yeah. I just I forgot about that. I was just thinking about Sword and Shield. And, uh, yeah, that, I mean, the remake was just, what, last year? Yeah, very, very, very close to Arceus. And like I, I, after that, I was like, I'm, I'm okay taking a little bit of a break of from Pokemon. So I don't know if like at launch I'm gonna pick up Scarlet and Violet. I definitely am. I'm ready. Maybe I got them pre-ordered. <laughs> See, but like, because there's just like there's so many games I want to check out. Where that one, I'm just like, I'm not as excited about. And I, I mean, I do have a you know limited income and stuff, so like, you mm-hmm. know, I have to spend my money wisely, and I should probably spend it on things I'm more excited about. So, like Skull and Bones. Uh sure, sure. <laughs> definitely not like Bayonetta three, uh, which I we I feel like we just had our Bayonetta talk, but like. That one I'm very excited about. Uh, Mario and Rabbids. It seems like I'm very excited about Switch games right now, which is also exciting. Uh, I love the Switch. This is the year of the Switch for me. I've, I've played Arceus. I 100%ed that shit. I'm playing Xenoblade. I played Kirby. I played Mario Strikers and will continue to play Mario Strikers. Uh, it, I Yes. Triangle Strategy this... was very good. Um, See? Uh, Mario and Rabbids. Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3 is going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, another Pokemon game, obviously, and then they they released they just released that other Kirby game, Dream Buffet or whatever that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I think God of War Ragnarok is another like that is probably like a game of the year contender. 
Uh, yeah, I hope that I, I, I know I'm going to like it. I just like, oh, that last game was so good. It was. Like, I just, how do you live up to it? I'd, I could think you say the same thing about Bayonetta. Like, how are they going to do this? <laughs> oh, Bayonetta they could do. It's just, they just do it again. Do it, but like, make it crazy. Whereas God of War, like, it's, I don't know. It's not like as impactful the second time, like with Atreus and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. I just hope it's, I hope it's good and doesn't feel like, uh, did we need this one? Well, at least we know, like, this is the end of the Norse mythology. Yeah. 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 So I think in that sense, it, I think it, I think it'll be, I agree. I think it'll be good, but will it be great is an interesting question. Yeah. Like, I know I'll like it. I just, I don't know if I'll love it. And like, and I think I feel that way about a lot of these games where I'm like, I think I'll like this, but like as a whole, I'm kind of curious of how I'm going to feel about 2022 as like a a year for video games. I, uh, I think Mario and Rabbids is going to be so good. See, but I remember the last one, I really liked it, but it had some pacing issues at the end where it's like, this is going on a little longer than you want. So it did, but I, oh man, with the new characters and stuff and the way the system seems to be working, like I'm, I'm boy, yes. which you haven't, I played. Want in. you haven't probably played like an XCOM style since this game, right? No. Yeah. So you, you've, you're definitely ready for it. So, yeah. Uh, are you going to pick up Splatoon at launch? I'm just kind of curious. I have it pre-ordered. I don't know. I might cancel it. Like I just. It's one of those things where, like, I didn't really play Splatoon 2 that much. So maybe not. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I have, like I said, I have it pre-ordered. So we'll see where I where I go on that one. I do think it's kind of sad that you didn't play the first Plague Tale. Because I do think you would enjoy that. And then, like, the second one, obviously, is just going to be right on Game Pass. So uh, yeah. I think that that's, that's another one I think, like, that's going to be good, but will it be great is a bit of a question mark. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm not the saddest thing though about all these games. I think the one I'm most excited about is the resident evil DLC. That is pretty That is pretty cool, man. I mean, like you're getting third person in res like the resident evil village, which I love village. And mm. then you're also getting that like DLC. Like it's, it's probably going to be like three to four hours uh, of like the daughter. But I'm just kind of curious of where that's going to go. So, yeah. Uh, and then also like just playing Resident Evil Village, but then it's going to feel like an old school Resident Evil uh, where it's in third person. I'm just kind of curious of like how that's going to change the game as well. So that comes out the 28th, just in time for Halloween, October 28th. Mm-hmm. Get spooked. And then Callisto Protocol, that is the one that I'm just like, I, I don't know what it's going to be. Like on its like on paper, like it should be like close to my game of the year, but are they going to be able to execute on it? Type of thing, you know. It's an unproven studio, and that always is a huge question mark. Yeah, I I don't know. And then like the fact that like what a month later mm. the Dead Space remake comes out. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing. We get the Resident Evil DLC basically end of October, Callisto Protocols December, and then like January or February we're getting uh, Dead Space. So like, it's like if you like survival horror, it's it's a good time to to be a fan of survival horror. So yeah, 
and then and then just shortly after that we're getting resident evil 4 remake i think that's coming out in like the the spring yeah like great time if you're into survival horror uh so and that's the callisto protocol like i i know it's it's made by the the guy who made the first uh dead space but like it's always a huge question mark when it's the new studios so so I'm just over here looking at Game Informer's uh, 2022 release calendar. I get to the unannounced games. I'm scrolling down. Uh, I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, and now I'm here on Steam. Walk in the footsteps of Jesus and this incredible first person retelling of the story of Christ. Okay. Perform amazing miracles, interact with a cast of biblical figures, and travel around the Holy Land of Jerusalem. Okay. Become the Messiah. And I am Jesus Christ. Apparently in January, there was a official Unreal 5 first look of this game. And it was like six. Oh, minutes. this game doesn't look good. What do you mean? And it's running at a bad frame rate. I mean, like, no offense, but like this this game is not gonna sell well. Oh man, the rain effect on this guy's head! Oh, everybody should look up this trailer. This shit is insanely bad. Oh, that's awesome. Like, what is that game gonna be? It's a first person Jesus game, Matt. Is it just gonna be like a walking sim? It's on Unreal 5. It, it is, yes, a walking sim, but you perform miracles. Okay, cool. IG, this is a quote from IGN. Experience Jesus' miracles firsthand. <laughs> you know, There's over, over 30 miracles, dude. Okay, sweet. That's experience perform over 30 amazing miracles including the feeding of the 5,000 and walking on water receive the power of the holy spirit i already walked this power through prayer interact with over 60 characters recreate essential events including the last supper what this is fucking insane but I already walked on water and bay into the two, so I don't know. I know, and it was probably a way better experience. Yeah, I, I turned into like the the cougar and like sprinted across. Yeah, the oh, that's yeah. so cool. And now, like now, I can swimming around is like this giant like manta ray thing, like this like snake thing. That's also cool swimming. Oh, what the fuck! The One Piece turn based RPG doesn't have a release date. God damn it. <laughs> That's not coming out this year. No, if it, if it hasn't been announced for Q4, it's not coming out this Son year. Son of a bitch. But hey, 2023 is going to be an awesome year. Yeah, I just like that game's not going to be good, but it's going to be average enough. Mm. And it's a turn-based RPG that I will play the whole thing. Sweet. I played the last one and it was a bad open world game. So the turn-based RPG, this time they were like, hey, Manny. We're sorry about the last one. This one's for you. Yeah, now I'm curious of what's on the two to be announced. Um, Bear, uh, I am Jesus Christ is the main one we have to look out for. Uh, Bear and Breakfast is coming out to Switch. Uh, you Suck at Parking uh, is coming to PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Uh, Battle Cakes. Wizard with a Gun, Switch and PC. Uh, this small indie game called Destiny 2 Lightfall. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, I think it's an expansion. No, I know. I'm just making a 
I know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Destiny Two is like not even remotely close to a small indie game. So, uh, so if that does not have a release date, it's not. Wait, coming. what? Sonic Frontiers doesn't have a release date. Uh, uh, Sonic Frontiers release date and DLC listed by promo material 13 hours ago, November 15th. Okay. Get hyped for that for that leak. You heard it here first, boys. Oh, that makes sense that it didn't have a release date because it's going to get announced in a couple days. At uh, James Con, yeah. Uh, yeah, River City Girls 2 is going to come out. Uh, that's probably in November. That doesn't have a release date, though. Um... Oh, I didn't realize that Resident Evil Seven, the 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 PS Five Xbox Series X versions didn't haven't been released already. I thought it was. Oh, it didn't come out the same time as the PC thing. I guess not. I thought Dang. it. I didn't. I because all it is, it's just like a free enhancement. Like you don't have to pay for it. Oh, and that's another weird one. Like the remake of Final Fantasy Seven Crisis Core doesn't have a release date either. But I. They did say it was this year when they announced it, like last month. So I, I, I guess I don't know about that. Weird. Uh, there's a third Goat Simulator coming out. Uh, yes, it was announced at something recently. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Sure. No, that's never come out before. That's weird. Uh, Star Ocean. Are you excited about that? Nukio no, it, looks, that? it looks so bad. Is Nukio's going to play it, though, right? I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it, probably. Does he I hope so. He'll play it. I hope that he plays it, and I hope that he loves it. Yeah, I mean, I hope that, too. Because, like, why would I hope it's bad? I don't hope it's bad. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I know it's bad. <laughs> it could have a good story, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. We missed the biggest one of the the year. Uh, the last one. It's this like. Oh yeah, how could we forget? I mean, it's a seventy dollar product. It's got to be good, right? Yeah. What a fucking weird. What a bummer, <laughs> man. The thing that pisses me off about the new Star Ocean is like the art for it looks sick Mm. and then you look at the game and you're like what the fuck happened what happened to the transition here these characters look cool and they look normally proportioned and then you go into the game and it's like what the fuck happened to the body proportions what happened to the face proportions what happened what happened Mm. good question it comes out october 27th like what they have to stop letting them make it. If they're not going to give them a big enough budget to make it, stop letting them make it. That's my take yeah. on Star Ocean. Does it make just enough that it like it makes just enough money that they keep making it? Maybe I have like no I feel like it can't make money here in the U.S. I feel like it can't. Like I bet that me, Nukio, and Scott were the three people who bought the U.S. version of the last game. Like I, I just like I don't know anyone who's like yeah man I played that last Star Ocean game shit was tight like fucking no one said that mm-hmm. it was not good I thought for sure they were never gonna make another one and you know what I'm glad that Triace is able to keep making them but like I also feel bad 
they yeah, it, so good. The first three were good. The fourth one, they made a weird deal where it could only be on Xbox and the lip syncing was the worst it has ever been in any video game. And then it came to PS3 with good lip syncing uh, and more updated stuff. And it was fine. It was, it was fine. It was not great. It was fine. And then they put out the next one and I was like, what the fuck? What do we do? What? No, no. Now, I do have a question looking at this. Yeah. I see Ooblets is coming to Switch. Did you ever play the final release of that? Uh, I don't think it is uh, yet. I think it comes in 1.0 the same day it releases on Switch. September 1st. Okay. Are you looking forward to that? Because you already bought, like, paid for that, like, early Yeah, I have it. In the early access version that I played was, like, pretty early, and it was weird. I would like to give it a try now. I mean, it has, like, a lot. It has way more features. It has plot and stuff. I will give it a go. Yeah. Because it seemed like. I I would assume that my save has to be deleted Mm -hmm. uh, to start over, but I don't know. Because it's it like on paper, it seems like a mini game. So, yeah, no. And what I played with it was like fun enough. I just it was one of those things where like while I was playing it, I was like, oh, I know that this is very early and like it had like frame rate issues, didn't it? It did have some frame rate issues. Yeah. Um, but it, it was mostly playable. It's just one of those things where like you could tell like, oh, there should be something here or like I'm not going to be able to get super far into this because it was like I started playing like right as it released in early access, basically. So um, now that it uh, is going to have all the stuff, I'm, I'm excited to give it a shot. You know. So. You know what else is definitely going to come out of early access? Uh vampire survivors exactly vampire survivors is it the game of the year that's the question we have to ask ourselves i definitely have played way more than i would have ever thought i would have that game i think that game is very good yes it is definitely like a surprise contender for me yeah exactly that's what i'm saying it shouldn't be because it's so simple but like the simplicity is what like and the fact that like Cause like it does the thing that I love where you're, you're like the numbers are getting bigger, but there's so much bigger yeah. The numbers get bigger so quickly. You know, mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, it, I think it's like a similar like dopamine hit that like people get like when they get into clickers, like when you got into cookie clicker. Yeah, right? exactly. It is like that, but like it, it, you don't have to click. All you have to do is just move the character. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's the same thing where you're like, these numbers are getting like stupidly big. I can just like not move this character and just walk away and then come back 10 minutes later and he'll still be alive killing people. I have, mm-hmm. I've broken this game and it is awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, what game is not going to come out this year than it was supposed to that... the advanced wars remake. Oh yeah. I, it's been so long. Do you think that it's never going to come out now? I think as I keep saying, like at this point they have to wait for the war to end. Maybe they're letting them develop an Advance Wars Dual Strike remake as well that they are putting into it. That seems hopeful. Yeah. This game better- I feel bad. I feel bad for Way Forward. This better be like a super polished game, though. <laughs> oh, it's I I already like I don't like the redone art style. Mm-hmm. I think it like takes away a lot from it. Yeah, you didn't like it the spiritual successor that came out a couple of years ago, right? Uh, no, I think if I went back and played it, I would really like it. I just, at the time, I was like, oh, they regretted it from fun anime style to, like, gritty 
ridiculousness. But whereas, like, that was the cool thing about Advance Wars was, like, it was just, like, weird anime war. And, like, the redone art style, like, I don't want to dunk on it. It just makes it look much more like a fun Saturday morning cartoon. And a lot of the characters look, like, weirdly samey. And they lose a lot of their personality because of it. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe in motion when I'm playing the game, it will uh, not feel like that. But like from all the footage and stuff, like it just looks like the a lot of the style was taken from it. Yeah, sometimes when it comes to like art styles you don't like, you, you just have to kind of work your way through it and just keep playing it. And then eventually you're like, I it, this isn't as big of a deal as I thought it was. Yeah, and I mean, like, I I love Advance Wars, so I will play this regardless. It has some of the greatest Game Boy Advance music ever conceived by humans. Uh, and I, I will play this regardless. I'll play, I'll beat both of them again, you know. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like now it's been so long that it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird place to be in. Yeah, as I said, I think at this point, you you have to just kind of wait until yeah and i i do feel bad for way forward because it's like they probably aren't getting paid you know the way they were supposed to i wonder how that affects them yeah because i mean they they spent the time to make that and now they they have to just wait and it's not like way forward isn't owned by nintendo right so like they they make other games their river city girls 2 will come out and like they make all kinds of weird wild random shit that i don't even fucking know about uh so i i mean they're they're still getting theirs but it's just a bummer that absolutely and also like it's been so long since we've had an advance wars yeah that's the other thing that kind of sucks but at the same time i mean like i understand why that was delayed that was a really bad look yeah so uh it's gonna come out it's just when when do you release that you know so and nintendo yeah and then then it's one of those things too where if it was delayed all this time and it comes out and it's like not very good Mm -hmm. that's a bad look yeah that's that's that will be even sadder. As I said, so like, this game yeah. better come out and at least be like really polished. Because if it comes out and it's like really buggy, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck was going on for that long?" You know? Yeah. Because like it was, maybe they'll still put it out. Like it was supposed to come out in December. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll just be like a surprise thing. Oh, it was December third was supposed to be its release date. So maybe it's one of those things where it just happens. I I don't know, but. There's still time for it to reach that point, so we'll see. We will see. But yeah, I mean, like, I, we just kind of like, just kind of shotgun blast, you know, just talked about whatever we wanted to talk about, which is kind of what I wanted to do for this episode. Just kind of like try to focus on more positive things and just say like, hey, this is what we're excited about that's coming out. Because like Madden came out today. And video games are back this year it feels like madden's a bigger deal than it has been in a long time doesn't it not for me what do you mean i've never thought about madden this year no i mean i mean what i'm saying is like the madden release was always like traditionally like hey video games are back oh yeah that's why i'm saying like madden release is a big deal because like it just feels like there were there was just not a lot going on especially between march and like pretty much august 
but Madden release, and now we have a bunch of games coming out in the next few months, and it's you know exci- it's ex- video games are exciting again. So. Yeah, they were exciting for me mm. for sixty hours recently. Yeah, but like July was pretty. Like June and July were pretty bare for almost everyone. No, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. But like, hey, Madden's back. Yeah, because like when I said Madden, you like booed, and I was like, what? Like Madden means video games are back. So yeah, but Madden itself. Who cares about Madden? That's yeah, exactly. Although this is the first year that they're calling it Madden, even though Madden had passed, John Madden had passed away. So yeah, and I'll be curious in the next few years if they they finally like just get stop paying like the royalties to that name, you know, mm. or that name is so valuable they'll keep it. Yeah, because FIFA has also changed as well. Yes, yes, it has. <clears throat> but yeah uh that's video games this was actually yeah one of our longer episodes that we've had in a while at least you and i yeah yeah for sure because uh in the past we've been doing like maybe an hour but we also had two weeks of news and two weeks of games to talk about so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh now we're kind of just getting back into our normal groove of uh you know podcasting so after we established that uh mass effect 2 is the greatest game of all time yeah I still feel good about that a week later. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, um, honestly, I look at that list and I'm just like, I'm glad like this game got on the list. I'm not, I don't really care where it placed. I'm just happy it made the top 100, you know, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. Sorry. I somehow got into looking at pictures of Luigi dabbing. Uh, <laughs> this is a dark, this is a dark road to be on. So with that, I will say this has been a podcast. I know. No, I'm just thinking like, what if Bayonetta 2, maybe Bayonetta 3 could have this where it's like a Luigi costume and you're just running around with like a Luigi mask or something. I would like that very much. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, anyway. Bayonetta 3 is going to be dope. It is. I'm fucking ready. Uh, but yeah, with that, that'll be an episode. As always, uh, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.